0: The following is a Joel Mahalik production. Let me explain something to you. Whenever you come in here and interrupt me, you're breaking my concentration. You're distracting me, and it will then take
1: time to get back to where I was. Understand? Hello, hello, and hello. And welcome to the Joel Mahalik Show featuring the lovely Sharon. Hey. I am Joel Mahalik, And across the booth from me in the studio is the lovely Sharon. You mean you lost your voice? You didn't lose your voice. No, you didn't.
0: <laughs> I don't feel like talking. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding.
1: That's like those videos. You ever see those videos on TikTok where, uh, like, Jehovah's first. Witnesses or somebody shows up at the door and they're like, We no. want to speak to you about our Lord Savior Jesus Christ. And the person's like, <laughs> And they're like, Oh, I'm sorry, you can't speak. I, I'm sorry. Well, you have a blessed day. And then they're like, Okay, thank you. You too. <laughs> 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 That's I thought you were pulling on me
0: here. Oh, uh, no.
1: So. No. So, welcome to another show, show 136, I believe. Yeah, is it?
0: You don't sound convinced. (laughs) I think it's
1: 136 if you're keeping track. Uh, To get a hold of the show, all kinds of things you can do at www.jmtalk.net and uh, stop there subscribe to the podcast. Why? Because we're on what? Every single major podcast platform available out there, including some biggies like Apple and iHeart.
0: Radio.
1: Whoa. I Heart radio. Right
0: what?
1: Yeah. Plus also uh, when you're there, uh, if you want if you look at the notes inside of each and every podcast, you'll see the list of affiliates to see where their podcast is re aired on internet radio stations across the United States and Canada. Canada Canada. I was just
0: gonna say and
1: Canada. Canada, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) I remember that's what we called it when we premiered there, I think.
0: Yeah,
1: Canada. Canada. So yes. Anyway, so that's the website of the show. Subscribe to the podcast. Get the news and all that other stuff. Plus, connect with us on social media now if you want to do that.
0: <gasps> what? It's
1: um, you got
0: all that. Uh, <laughs> Come on. TikTok and it. Facebook
1: at JM Talk, Instagram and Twitter at JM Talk Radio. I just had this big blank. I was drawing.
0: That's called a um, brain fart.
1: And drop can us I a see line. Your moment. Or drop us a line at Joel
0: Maholic. Senior.
1: Drop us a line at Joel Mahalik Radio at gmail Oh my uh, god!
0: When I first met you, you were a baby. Yeah,
1: well, I and, and you know the the span between us doesn't change. I am in fact, in our in, in our in our group, I am still the baby. I am the baby in, of all of you.
0: Yes, in any group that we're hanging out with, you are the baby, and nine out of ten times, I am the oldest. <laughs> Well, yes that's how you're it forever gets. young yes that's how it goes
1: so the other ways get a hold of the program and do so if you will and you may and you may want to uh remember new episodes drop every week unless we don't feel like it no i oh, <laughs> oh. um, okay so you know last week we um
0: Talked about those. Let, creepy, yeah, last
1: week we talked about those demons,
0: bug-eyed things.
1: Yeah, uh, infiltrate. They have
0: orange eyes. Come yeah. on, like orange little balls on their face. Yes, and we talked it's about disgusting.
1: them infiltrating the pool. Yes. So we have, uh, which just bear with me. We have a story. We have a uh, uh, a tale to yarn. This week is that did I say that right?
0: No, that well, I have no uh, idea what you're saying. People yarn a tale. We have a, a story to a, tell.
1: A yarn a tale.
0: Let's just tell just sit story.
1: right back and you'll hear a tale. A tale of a fateful trip that happened in our backyard just the other day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, my God. People,
1: please help me. Anyway. Please. Anyway, so we're we're dealing with this cloudiness issue with the, trying to get the pool situated, and it's because of the dirt in the pool. And uh, so what we decided to do was we decided to try to do a backwash and replace the, the media that goes into our DE filter. Right. Uh, even though we just did a complete filter clean, we're like, you know what? Let's just do one. And it did work. The pool cleared up really oh my nice. God, it was we crystal crystal clear. So we've again. It's like no matter what we do.
0: It's cleared up that quick. Yeah. Yeah. I mean Oh from since today? Yeah, okay. Yeah. I mean it's not crystal clear yet. But But it has cleared up. Um, it has cleared up yes. Okay.
1: So we so we went out uh Monday of this past week <clears throat> after dinner, and we were going to check the skimmer for cicadas. Why can't they be John Cicadas? Why do they have to be these cicadas? Oh, I
0: don't
1: know. <laughs> um, vacuum the pool, I think we're gonna think, yeah. think about doing check yeah. the chemicals. Yeah. And get all this, you know, stuff done. Shock it. We're under yeah. our weekly shock because yeah. the sun was down behind the trees now. Yeah. So yeah. and so we're staying out there and of course we're getting everything ready. You know, we put the shock in. Uh, and you put something else in. You're testing the water. We did the backwash. We Not did the, yet. No, yes, we did. Yes, we did. We did the backwash. We did the rinse. And First, then, we
0: did something.
1: No, that can't. No. Because you have to backwash before you open that to put the feed. So after we did the backwash, then we knew we had to open that skimmer.
0: We rinsed the. To get filter,
1: right? yeah well yeah we did yeah. we did the backwash and right. rinse okay. and now we knew we had to get into that we had to open up the skimmer and get rid of the cicadas because we had to introduce new media into the filter right by way of the skimmer basket so um so we opened it up
0: yes I mean your dragon. Come
1: I on. I am yarning a tail. Oh, okay. I'm spinning the yarn or whatever uh, it is that they used to say back in the old days. Oh,
0: okay.
1: Uh, so, let me spin.
0: Spin. Spin okay. away.
1: <laughs> so, we take the lid off. And, oh, yeah, there's a lot more cicadas because we did... We hadn't come out and looked for like a day or two, I think.
0: Yeah.
1: So, yeah, there's a lot more cicadas than usual. and um,
0: Like 10 to 15.
1: Right. And yeah. also, at the bottom eight inches or so yeah. underwater yeah. underwater
0: yeah
1: is a spider
0: it's massive
1: the size of New York City
0: Um, how did I know you were going to say <laughs> New York City
1: okay so I right, so this thing was the way I described it it was massive it, the way I described it was it was probably about as big as a one ounce silver bullion you know it would, yeah it was
0: pretty big yeah,
1: yeah. and uh so we all know, because just last week we talked about the arachnid on the that was trying to drag a dead cicada yeah. on the yeah, deck. Yeah, so yeah. we know we know how I am with spiders. Now, so I'm now staring at this petrified, and you're like, "What? What?" And I'm like, um <laughs> you, have, uh, uh, you have to you have to look in it. The thing's so big. You got." freaked out now let me i was
0: i was a little freaked out because i was like uh right because i gotta get this thing out because you certainly can't
1: and let me tell you uh so let me tell you what the uh prognosis i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm getting a text and it's throwing me off let me tell you why it's weird that the lovely sharon was freaked out because spider in the house little spider in the house little black one little brown one, whatever little ones little ones She'll take a piece of paper, let it crawl onto it, and she will go introduce it back outside to the outside world in right. the garden.
0: Right, She's the bug lady. Yeah, we don't kill spiders. Uh, not this one. No. This, this I, one freaked me out because I was like, okay, it's dead. It's eight inches underwater. Not a big deal. The sheer and size then, of it. Right, right. So, and then I was like, okay, maybe not a big deal. So, um, then we, I bent down to reach in and it moved.
1: Right, because, you know. I was like,
0: oh, hell no.
1: Because I did start, I'm like, okay, I'll get the small, we use a little bowl and I'm getting this, because this thing's way down. Yeah. And I'm getting this, because the cicada's all floating, I'm getting it. And then, um, and then something about it looked weird, like it shifted and I was like, I cannot do this. And you're like, and and we spent another five minutes figuring out who was going to, yeah, continue and
0: to how, get this out right right and how we were going
1: to do it and you confirmed when I thought it moved you confirmed that it did move it came back alive I'm going to share later in this segment near the end of this yeah. tale why that happened but anyway so now you had to take over and I've never seen you this freaked out but I, I thought you were more freaked out about having to reach in there and bowl out the yeah. cicadas
0: yeah
1: <clears throat> so you finally got it you finally got it because we have one of these basket socks yeah. On the, fill, on the on the skimmer basket, mm-hmm. which I don't know if we're going to use again because the center of it was like had an air pop, pocket yeah, in it. Was yeah. Anyway, so you had gotten it to the point where you got the last couple of cicades and you got that thing in the little bowl. And I mean, I saw you bring it out and I saw it through the bowl. And I was dumping all the bugs out the back of the yard and she just walks to the closest part of the fence with the neighbors and just shucks it, over the fence and God knows where I went in fact I went out there later to look I'm just so freaked out yeah, I'm like yeah. oh I I told you I felt like this spider was going to come back underneath the fence into the yard <laughs> and suffocate <laughs> me in my sleep <laughs> even though um, it freaked me out and I, I, I got what I assumed to be a pretty long look at it I don't know anything about spiders so I don't know if it was a wolf spider I don't think it was a black widow
0: no it wasn't but it could it, co- it, it could have
1: been a, a wolf spider widow. I don't know Right. But it was in our pool skimmer. Right. And I'm getting really freaking concerned about... I'm telling you, I, I I, think... is Do we have a military installation right here? Because I think they opened up the mist.
0: Oh, my goodness. And
1: all the, these creatures...
0: That we've never seen before. Right,
1: well, I, we've seen spiders. Oh, well, yeah, but not... Why do yeah. they have to be in the pool? We found already a black widow alongside the pool. Right. Camped out underneath of a step... Uh, like a garden stone.
0: Yep. Like, how... How? And, uh, and that just, like, completely freaked me out.
1: And there's the phone. And there's
0: the phone.
1: <laughs> I'm going to ignore it because I already put it all the way over there. How does one... Um deal with, like, how am I supposed to deal all summer enjoying this pool with this spider problem?
0: Well, here's the answer. Okay? Right. I went on Amazon, did a search, okay, found um, spider repellent, okay, and it's peppermint oil, okay, it's a mint oil um, combined with other other ingredients, and it's good for inside and outside in your garden, right? So I haven't had a chance yet, but I'm gonna spray along the fence. Mm-hmm. Maybe do a perimeter because I got two bottles, knowing I was gonna do this. Right. So yeah, hopefully, let's keep you know our fingers crossed. Hopefully that works.
1: That's like a uh, but it's got it's got a two to three day. Hold pattern, but
0: no, explain. You what should probably buy a out. bunch
1: of peppermint plants. You should buy a bunch of peppermint plants, just put them all over the place out there, but hanging baskets. That's,
0: yeah, that's possible.
1: Explain what freaked me out. What
0: about the spider in the filter?
1: Oh, so I was trying to, so I, I did some research, believe it or not, arachnophobic as I am. I did some research because I did not understand why presuming it was in there for a little while i imagine maybe it went in there pursuing a cicada yeah um and i don't know if it crawled into the skimmer basket was this damn thing floating around in our pool and got right. sucked i don't know yeah. yeah um but i did some research and i found out that most species of spiders including black widow and wolf spiders and some other north american poisonous yeah. eight-legged right. freak <laughs> Have the ability to self induce themselves into a coma while they're underwater for uh, as long as they need to. Wow. And then when we were in there dipping and trying to get the cicadas out, all that movement rustled it
0: back out of, to, its, out coma. of its coma. Bunk that. Right? That's insane. Insane. Like they can self induce a coma? That's, yeah. Isn't that great? That's. Ew! <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's nuts.
0: It, it, it is. It's crazy.
1: So that's why this thing was sitting eight inches underwater and not presumably moving. Presumably
0: dead because it wasn't moving.
1: Right. Presumably dead. We we're uh, the entire time we presumed it was dead, but neither yeah. one of us wanted to be scooping the bugs out of there.
0: Right. Like, exactly. you
1: know, I'm telling you, this Iron Dome shield system for the backyard is getting better and better. <laughs> you know, like the one I told you, I have to show you yeah. a video. I didn't get to show you the video yet of the Iron Dome from Israel, but we need one of these, man. Wow. So every time anything, I'm talking about a net comes in, into the perimeter of the backyard, blow it in the kingdom come.
0: Zzz. Right. There you go.
1: We have to. We have to get an iron dome. We have to get permission to install an iron dome in our backyard. Do
0: we need permission?
1: Yeah, man, right on the deck. We're on the it's roof. It's our yard. Yeah. We're um, not
0: renting it. It's our yard. I
1: guess. But now look at me. I'm all skeeved out from talking about it. I mean, this is just... You I'm know.
0: not. I mean, I could talk about it till, uh, you know, till whenever. And
1: then, and then today... Today, oh, I a, heard about that.
0: Oh my god, it's so funny. Go ahead, you don't even know what, yeah, do it. No, but you, go ahead. No, you don't. Okay,
1: so today, I'm having a really tough morning. It's humid out 90, what, six, 95, 96 percent humidity, yeah, yeah, and it does not play well with my system because of some of the pills I take, but whatever. So we're outside working, and uh, and then you text me and tell me that. Oh, yeah. That our contractor, who was here, working on the ceiling, left the garage door open for a long time. And so there were two cicadas loose in the house. And now I'm freaking out. I am I'm already like nauseous, upset stomach, <laughs> having trouble with this humidity. and now I can't escape even for a moment. Of what I'm doing, to to, to like shoot home and help you. I'm like, can you use the vacuum? Yeah, but they're behind the TV, and I'm like, oh my god! And there's a so I'm like, buckets of sweat running down my face, and I don't know how long it went on the back and forth. And you're like, well, that's good because we're only messing with
0: you, right? (laughs) It was it was the contractor and I. We decided to really mess with you hard, and. He was shooting ideas at me. I was shooting ideas at him. It was awesome. So I'm like I'm like shooting, you know, the text to you. And I was gonna let you go for a couple hours. I was. I was gonna let you go. And You then, realize
1: that the end result of that would have been I would not have come home to this house <laughs> until until you got him out. Okay.
0: You let him in. No, but you, you would, get no, him. Out. You would have known before you came home from work. But I was going to let you. I was going to let you hang on, you wow. know, for a couple of hours, and then I, I thought better of it. I'm like, uh, he'll probably end up killing me.
1: <laughs> no, yeah. it wouldn't be that bad. But oh my god!
0: Right? <laughs> oh, it was funny. Your responses were hilarious. We were laughing and laughing.
1: So your first, your first text, and you can go back and read it later on. The first text you sent me about it, uh, in my ear, and Siri read it to me. Oh so no! So it was one of the, another one of those f bombs that just did not sound. It sounded out of place.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, uh, with her saying it on your <laughs> behalf because that's I'm not used to like I you know to hearing it. Right. Especially from her because you can't if you if you curse to these things these AIs, they they won't acknowledge it. They'll, they'll scold you. Ver- yeah, they'll verbally yeah, scold you. Yeah. But Siri's job is, is, to, is to interpret text-to-speech. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. So I, that was
0: my fun today.
1: <laughs> yeah, so that was our, and I don't, uh, now I'm interested in what you heard today. What do you mean? I don't know, but I don't have time for it right now. But you said, "Oh, I know. I heard. I heard about this. I heard about this." Oh, okay.
0: All right. So, yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, but anyway, so we're gonna we're gonna cut out of here, take a break, so I can find out who's bothering me on the phone, <laughs> and uh, and get something to drink, All and right. then we'll be back with part two of the Joel Mohalek show featuring the lovely Sharon. So stay right in your seats.
0: This is New
1: York Super Oldie Station nine twenty W O N, the Apple, Brooklyn, New York. So I use my computer every day. Not even sure how i get along without it. But I wasn't prepared for a virus. A Trojan A called it. One night I'm cruising along, and the next night I can't do anything. I was afraid it was going to cost me a fortune. Boy, was I surprised. They had me back up and running the same day I called them. I really like PC Tech Rescue. And you know what? My wallet likes them too. Are you troubled by computer problems? Welcome back to the show. It's the Joel Mahalik show featuring the lovely Sharon and the snoring Molly. Right. Rather quiet today. Yeah, but rather quiet today. Usually she's pulling the paint off the walls. Right. But, uh, (laughs) (laughs) so welcome back to the program. So a couple of things we want to cover in this segment. And uh, one of them is Christmas movies. What? Yes, in June I want to talk about Christmas movies, and I'm not talking. I don't want to talk about my favorites. I don't want to talk about which ones I like and which ones you like, and which ones do you like out there in Radioland. That's not what I want to talk about. What I want to talk about is will these pay networks stop showing them all year round? Last week we we saw in one week Scrooged, Christmas with the Cranks, uh, Elf miracle on 34th street i mean come on it is june so
0: so nothing some people like christmas that much that they enjoy watching it year round
1: you know there, there might have been a time where i where i would have been like you know i i love i do love christmas and it is my favorite time of year okay And there might have been a time where I was like, yeah, you know, that's pretty cool. They like Christmas so much. But now I'm like, you're a bunch of psychos. It's because you're
0: an old man now. No, it's not because I'm an old man now. it's because you're an old man now. No. Yes.
1: It's not because I'm an old man. Excuse me.
0: Get off my lawn!
1: (laughs) It's not because I'm an old man now. I just don't get, you know, when when I was younger, uh, when we were younger, these paid networks, Come twenty fifth, twenty sixth of December, they were gone off the programming, like, and that you know that that builds anticipation for seeing them again, right? The the Christmas specials, the movies, yeah, yeah. it built that anticipation. You couldn't wait until they started up, you know, coming for Christmas back in July. But <laughs> no, they didn't do them in July with that Christmas in July crap, which is nothing but a big marketing scheme. But what I'm saying is, it's to me, this is taken away from some of the magic of Christmas.
0: No one told you you had to watch those movies. Well,
1: let's see. There's only two of us here, and only and, all, and one of us doesn't land on these movies by default.
0: I don't either. Oh, well, how'd they magically wind up on our TV? Because I'll put, watch something, and then the next movie is a Christmas movie, <laughs> and I'm up doing stuff. You don't see me sitting there watching them, do you?
1: If uh, You know, sometimes I think if, if it was Scrooge, I think you would watch it. Elf, you would watch it. Uh, yeah. Well, see? Proved my point.
0: Well, I, you know, but I'm not... This time of year, I have lots to do with the pool, with gardening, mm-hmm. with summer stuff. I'm not sitting there watching Christmas movies, okay? However... <sighs> You must be because you're the one that notices them.
1: I, well, I do notice them on the TV. There's a time and a place for everything, and this is not the time or the place.
0: Okay. Then for change holiday movies. The channel.
1: Well, that's the thing. Sometimes you change the channel, and there'll be something else, another Christmas movie on another channel. That's what I'm saying. They then have so many.
0: We have over 2,000 channels.
1: W- with nothing on them, right.
0: <laughs> so, fine. Which another is correct, channel. right?
1: Which is correct, right?
0: Usually, yes. <laughs> You're absolutely right.
1: And and actually, most of them are uh, repeats of others. Oh, regular HD or 8K or 75K. Right. You know, so really when it boils down to it, you're getting about 12 channels.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We only watch like eight.
1: (laughs) We watch ESPN 8, the Ocho. The Ocho. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, I, I, I wanted to rant a little bit about that.
0: Okay. Ran away.
1: Longer than you let me, but.
0: Well, go ahead. I'm just saying you're implying that I'm the one sitting there watching them, when in fact I'm not.
1: Not really. I'm implying that the big pay movie channel companies need to do something else. You know what amazes me is how like the streaming services are putting out tons of original movies and tons of original programming, and, yeah. the, and the pay channels. Well, they're all pay channels, right? Streaming channels versus versus. What do they even call these channels anymore on cable? I don't know. Yeah, that's the thing. The terminology, I'm sure it's not... They're not movie channels anymore, I don't think.
0: I don't know, honestly. I don't go online looking to see what they call the movie channels It's like, can't
1: they find anything original? Now, a Lethal Weapon movie, I have to stop there. Oh, my God. I have to stop on Lethal Weapon. If I see
0: another Lethal Weapon movie, I'm going to have a Lethal Weapon.
1: Okay, if I have to watch another, any movie about Victoria or any of the
0: royal family... I mean, there's only one movie about Victoria, and that's Victoria Well, I was going through
1: the channels before we went on the air today. And, okay. And there's a movie up there somewhere. I went right by it called Young Victoria.
0: Yeah, that's... But I'm not watching it.
1: I'm just saying. There are I'm more just than saying, one movie. There's all and then how movies many movies about Elizabeth? And all the different Elizabeths. And then Henry VIII. The two Eighth. different Elizabeths. And then Elizabeths. the, the Bowling Girls. Okay. You know? Look.
0: You're, I mean, you're all, ranting a little much there, buddy. Listen,
1: all I'm saying is a couple hundred years ago, we <laughs> fought our independence. least I'm interested
0: in historical <laughs> facts.
1: We, we, we fought independence to separate ourselves from them. We don't have now we're infiltrating. They're coming back. They're actually fighting back. It's the next revolutionary war. <laughs> they're they're infiltrating and they're attacking oh, our movie my channels
0: lord, <laughs> with <people>. content. <laughs> oh, lord. About Lordy. their royal
1: families. That's you know.
0: Hey, They are the longest reigning royal family in the world. Yes, I did say that. Okay. So people are interested.
1: Well, let's limit it to like once a month. (laughs) What?
0: I don't even watch it once a month. (laughs)
1: Uh, Because what was on yesterday or today, one of these days? You were watching one with Judy Dench playing Victoria again. Judy Not the-
0: Dench, that was Victoria and...
1: Herbert, Herbie? <laughs> no. Herbie was- the love monster? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, it's the one with the um, Indian guy. What's his name?
1: Yeah. Oh, I forget his name. I don't but- know, but it's the, one, the movie that chronicles basically when she was living in India, yeah.
0: No, she was living in England.
1: Oh, I thought it was India.
0: No, she was living in England and they she had two servants who were indian that's one how one of the servants is the one that she really got into
1: that's how my how interested I am in Victoria. Well, see, <laughs> so, because I know that Britain ruled over India for a while. So I thought that she, yeah. I thought she went to India to get away and from her husband because was rolling over he was like beating India. her with like a wooden stick or something.
0: Her husband. Yeah. Um At this
1: point, he died. Oh well, I guess he wasn't beating her with a stick anymore.
0: Right. Huh. So now what? You want to test me on?
1: British no, rule? No, mm-hmm. no. Then, because then you'll use a lifeline and call your daughter into this. And then I'll have to deal with both of <laughs> you.
0: Right.
1: You know? It makes me wonder. You guys She's know so much about British English history. buff
0: than I am. You guys know
1: so much about British history, I don't know who I'm dealing with anymore.
0: Really? <laughs> You're dealing with me. <laughs> All
1: right. So anyway. Oh, yeah. Just get the Christmas movies the hell off the air.
0: Right.
1: Save them for Christmas. You know, and it's funny, so I have to deal with this, but then when it comes to Christmas time, there are HBO specials in particular. HBO's got this HBO Max, everybody buy into it, blah, 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 blah. We've got thousands of content. We have all of our archive stuff. They don't have any of their Christmas original stuff from the 70s and 80s, or the 80s, because I think they really didn't come out until like the early 80s. Yeah. They have nothing. Huh. I check. I think you need to I checked
0: talk to them the entire about library. This.
1: So I gotta watch Christmas movies all year long. So that way come Christmas time I won't wanna watch the cranks. Now I'm because go- 'cause I'm gonna be a crank. <laughs> but when I go to look at your library, you know, of your complete archive Nothing's in there like the Otter's Jug Band Christmas, Freddy the Freeloader's Christmas, Rich Little's Christmas car. All these things that they showed every year are not in their archives.
0: Well... I'm just saying. Maybe they didn't make their archives because they sucked. I guess. All right. So (laughs)
1: anyway. All right. So we're going to move on to the Wombat of the Week. Each week, a new Wombat. Somebody stupid doing stupid stuff and getting in the news if you want to participate. All you need to do is send us a verifiable link to a news story of stupid people doing stupid things. Yeah. Send it to us across Facebook. And there's
0: plenty at, there of people are plenty out, out, there. out
1: there. Send it to us at Facebook at Jam Talk, or you can email to us at radio at gmail.com so you can get your entry in and it can get on the docket for a future podcast. Yep. I had to adjust my mic a little bit because I. I couldn't get this to print off the phone. I can't have the phone as close to the mixing board, as you know. So I have to shift this way a little bit.
0: Okay. <clears throat> because
1: I have to read it on the screen. Oh. So I want to tell you about an Italian artist, artist who auctioned off an invisible sculpture for $18,000.
0: So, like, the auction actually went through. Somebody actually bought the invisible
1: sculpture. Yes. Let me share the story with oh our folks. Oh, my God. Because this is real. This is real. Wow. Okay. Um, so, last month, a 67-year-old artist, Salvatore Guru, sold an immaterial sculpture, which is to say that it does not exist. And to be fair, the artist might disagree on conceptual grounds. For Guru, the artwork titled Lo Sono, sono lo, I'm not an Italian person, which translates to <laughs> I am, finds form in his own nothingness. Um, so he told Spanish news outlet <clears throat> Dario AS, the vacuum is nothing more than a space full of energy. And even if we empty it and there is nothing left, according to Heisenberg, certainly principle that nothing has a weight. So, yes. Um, so, it went up for sale in May at the Italian auction house, Art Right. The pre-sale estimate valued the piece between 6,000 and 9,000 pounds, according to AS. that's
0: That's near.
1: Oh, oh, wait. Is that
0: euros? Euros. I'm sorry. Yeah, euros. Yeah, that's euros. right.
1: Um, but competing bidders pushed the price tag to 15,000 euros, or $18,300 <gasps> $18, in US. Wow. The lucky buyer went home with a certificate of authenticity and a set of instructions. The work, per Gareau, must be exhibited in a private house in a roughly five by five foot space free of obstruction. Free for what? There's nothing there. (laughs) There's nothing there. Do you understand what I'm saying, folks? Five by five foot for a nothing sculpture. An invisible sculpture. Right. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Um, when I decide to exhibit an immaterial sculpture in a given space, that space will concentrate. That means that he does this more than once. Wow. When I decide to exhibit, uh, the space will concentrate a certain amount of density of thoughts at a precise point. Have I been smoking marijuana? That's what I sound like because you this have. is what this yeah. guy is saying. Uh and the sculpture, from his title, will take only the most varied form.
0: Wow. Wow, come on. <laughs> and um, people are falling for this. They're fighting for it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Wow. It's the only artwork of his kind in Garros Au revoir. In February this year, at the Piazza della Scala in Milan, the artist exhibited... Buddha in Contemplation, a similarly invisible sculpture <coughs> demarcated by a square of tape on a cobbled stone walkway. Wow. Meanwhile, this past week, he installed Aphrodite Cries in front of New York City's Stock Exchange. The effort, evidenced by the empty white circle, was supposed to, was supported by the Italian Cultural uh, Institute. What? What? Yes, he's. like people
0: are actually following yes. this. Yes,
1: and he explains in the documentary you don't see it, but it exists. Wow, that is amazing.
0: That he's getting away with this.
1: That someone bought it, right? That, that's what's amazing. That's
0: what I'm saying. Like he he's getting away with this.
1: So wow. Um. So, so, indeed, many people on the Internet seem to be having trouble tapping into that power. You think? Right. Um, so, one of the one of the comments on the video page of the documentary that he made uh, says, so you really just taped a square and called that a sculpture? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm just... Right? I'm, I'm, just... I'm trying to figure this out, all right? So, um, now let me turn back to you. Back to you. Back um, to
0: me.
1: I'm trying to understand... Mhm. What thought process goes into creating with your own hands? Nothing. Nothing.
0: Nothing. So so <laughs> this is what I think happened. Like he thought he could be a sculptor, right? So he thinks it. But then he's like tries to use regular, you know, actual clay and And it turns out real shitty, so he's like, wait, but I thought I could do this, and I think that if I put a square, that I can convince everyone else that in this square is a sculpture.
1: I... I I, I don't know if you maybe you don't understand what I'm getting at I am starting a new career next week okay (laughs) (laughs) we are going to be rich
0: wow yeah but we're gonna be fighting with this guy (laughs) ours are bigger well I'll put on my
1: invisible gloves and fight them with him
0: oh my gosh yeah
1: because when my invisible gloves they have the power of uh uh Greystoke or Shazam or something like that you know what I mean yeah because um, you're awesome, baby. I just, am I just don't understand. <laughs> I like so I don't know, I don't know who the wombat of the week really is. Here is it him, the artist, or, or is, is it, it us? The, is it the people
0: that pay I think eighteen thousand three hundred? People that are buying into this horse crap. Eighteen
1: thousand three hundred
0: dollars mm.
1: for nothing. No.
0: Mm-mm.
1: Dude, I I will piss in a box and give it to you so you have something in your hand.
0: Right? For $1,000. Pissy box. Yeah. (laughs) That's the name of my sculpture. Pissy box. (laughs) Sorry, I just...
1: (sighs) Who's got the money to buy nothing? If you have, because you literally... Listen, whoever bought it, because it doesn't say who bought it, and I just want you to know that you literally threw your money away. Right. You throw it away. Yep. This, this guy is what they call the medicine people in the Old West. They were selling snake oil.
0: Um,
1: That's what he sold, snake oil.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But no, he's either a genius or a moron. And then other morons are attracted to this moron he, no, he's and the, giving him more money for being a moron.
1: He, Thank you for helping me understand this because he's the genius and the wombats are the morons buying it. Right. There yeah, because go. seriously, if you want to give money away, right. I, I'm right here. You know. And yeah, I,
0: right? I'll take it. Yeah, give, it yeah,
1: give me. me 18 grand. I'll do an alpha impression for 18 grand. <laughs> You'll get something out of it. Right,
0: right. The ability to hear me say...
1: <laughs> wow.
0: Yeah.
1: Unbelievable. It is. I don't know who to name okay. the Wombach. We have no names. I don't think it's him. I think he's extremely smart, uh, uh, you know, for doing this. Or he's uh, uh, a, a psycho.
0: Right. Um, I think it's the people that are buying But he's a rich psycho. Right.
1: You know, I'm going to go start putting tape all over the street tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what are you doing? I'm putting my sculptures here, man. Want to buy one? <laughs> Look, this is a naked lady. <laughs> anyway, so uh, whoever they are that bought them, you're the wombats of the week here. Get your stories in. Yep. Send them
0: to dear old Captain Noah.
1: That too, because uh, I'm send old. Send
0: today. Send right I Can't believe away. you
1: called me old twice in this show because now oh, no, you're really you've old. You've given you've given uh, you know our oldest credence. You're really old. Who used to call me old when I was twenty-seven?
0: Right, they called you an old man when you were four. And
1: now she's—they did—they called me the the, the little old man. I know. I
0: know this story. Uh, Anyway, walking around with your Bible.
1: (laughs) Anyway, it's wow. It's really time for (laughs) you to say goodbye, Sharon.
0: (laughs) Um. Okay, goodbye, (laughs) Sharon. All
1: right, folks, I'll be back to finish up the program after this, so don't go anywhere um, unless you're going to get a drink. And bring me a stiff one. America, your children have an amazing superpower. That's right. They can help save lives by simply washing their hands. Just 20 seconds of thorough hand washing after they've coughed or sneezed or been outside can help fight against the dastardly spread of germs. Armed with only soap and water and hands, your superhero can protect you your family and everyone out there in america land amazing find out more at coronavirus.gov a message from the cdc and the ad council listen on the web your phone or
0: your neighbor's internet connection
1: that wasn't very nice
0: this is reality one
1: Welcome back to the show, folks. It's the Joel Mahalak Show featuring the lovely Sharon, and thanks for being here. This is the third stretch. It's our final segment. It's you and I spending some time together talking about a couple additional topics, where I'll do all the talking, as it were, in the land of podcasting. Uh, but I am so glad that you stuck it out and hung out. And you're still here. And also, I did want to say we're grateful of the comments on our podcast last week. We had a lot of really great comments, especially as it pertains to the Cicada story. And a lot of you just like, uh, really enjoy the way that we banter back and forth. And it's just, uh, that's, it's not a show we're putting on. That is essentially how we are. Um and it and it, it's easy it makes you know life is so easy when you have somebody who, uh, is right there, right there with you. I'm gonna shut now the phone with me, so I'm gonna shut it off and throw it away. There it is. Um. Anyway, but it's uh it makes it easy so um thank you for the comments uh that is just us yes we had one person that did ask us that and other people who know us know um but let's talk about um let's talk about food and not what you think about. i mean sure i love food i could talk about food but the first thing i want to talk about is meal kits i see a lot of articles first of all i see a lot of ads for these meal kits, HelloFresh and, and, well, that's the one that sticks out in my mind, but I think there's a couple of them. And so I used to see ads here and there. And then after seeing ads here and there, and then the next thing was, um, uh, seeing people get HelloFresh delivered to, uh, where I work. So actually seeing people buying into it and having this stuff delivered to, uh, work. And, you know, I guess the concept is eating healthier and, uh, and, and pre, pre-packaged foods to make X amount of servings, I guess, based on your profile and uh, all the instructions on how to prepare it. And, you know, so the thing is, what I want to mention about this, what bothers me most about it is because the lovely Sharon and myself, we create uh, we okay. So there's a lot of nights where we don't create. We just throw something together because you know our lives are busy, right? But um, we do also a couple nights a week we get together and we cook together and we create things together and we find recipes maybe online and we and we tweak them and we do different things to them. We go, oh, you know this would be good, but if we did this, and so we're doing that. And so the thing about these meal kits and basically is that. Uh, to me, and this is one man's opinion, is that they're dumbing people down. You know, I, we've gotten to, a, we've now reached a point, I guess, where we can't trust people to, uh, you know, make their own decision. Believe me, there's a ton of recipes out there. So thankfully, there's still a lot of people who are creating in the kitchen and are doing things because not only are they showing it by putting together these recipes, and recipe videos sometimes to go with them most of the time recipe blogs pinterest real big on recipes they're creating it they're doing it and they're encouraging others by sharing it to do the same thing and that's really cool but things like these meal kits just make me feel like okay like i know you that your day is busy but you know one way or the other even if you have to open a box and take out the pre-portion pre-portioned stuff, you still got to prepare it to the directions. Okay, so why not just do it yourself? I don't understand what the exchange is. If you if you if you if you have a busy day, what's different besides coming home and preparing something yourself or with your partner, or uh, having to come in in a kit? The only thing you really saved is the ability to have to go out and shop. Like that's something that. The lovely Sharon and I do, we go, okay, let's, what are we going to have next week? Here's the meals. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Here's the meals. And then we take the meals and we do a combination of checking if we have it or do we need to put it on the shopping list for that week. So we're, we're deciding, we're foraging, right? We go to the market, we're foraging for materials and, and supplies, and then we prepare, and I just so what time? So if somebody emails me or sends us a message and says, "Well, I get the Hello Fresh, and it saves me time of having to go to the store." What kind of time did you start to sit down and figure out what meals you wanted Hello Fresh to come to send to you? How much time are you really saving? And you know, look, I know, I know it's not for everybody, but that's very important time for us to work together on a meal preparing a meal and spending that time together in the kitchen doing that. So I guess it's all in how you look at it. You know, uh, my opinion, though, is it just it lends to the old adage that there's that word old again in tonight's episode, the old adage that we're making America lazier. And of course, so did the pandemic. Because, gosh almighty, who? how many people don't even shop anymore? Well, I'll just go on uh, the Instacart or whatever. There's a, a hundred apps now that let you shop at all these stores, and you just put it in, and somebody in a Uber-style side hustle is delivering it to you. We've side hustled everything. We have side hustled life. All through the pandemic, we went out wore masks at the height of it when it was supposedly really bad. We wore our medical gloves, masks, carried sanitizer, went out and got done we had to get done, got back home. So the pandemic, I mean, these these meal kits were around pre-pandemic, but the pandemic has also lended to the laziness because people won't now, you've gotten used to working at home because they didn't want to have problems in the offices. My company, we survived the whole thing. We, d- we just made new policies inside the office. But they said most of America was sent home to work at home or furloughed and no work at all. Okay? And then side hustles became the new thing. Because now everybody's home, working from home, and they needed their food delivered, their fast food delivered, their meal kits delivered, their auto parts delivered, their Amazon delivered, like all this stuff delivered. And now people don't want to go back to work. They don't want to go back out going shopping. Hey, look, I don't mind. It keeps the it keeps the crowds down at the stores. So I don't mind. But that's what it is. So I don't. I just don't get the meal kit thing. Bringing it back full circle to put an end on this piece. I don't understand the meal kit. You can go out and buy fresh food and I mean, you know, I know people that go every day. We used to be that person. She we would decide by text mid afternoon, hey, what are we doing for dinner tonight tonight? And then I would get the shopping list or she would run out and get it, or I got the shopping list and stopped on my way home. That's how we did it. And then we smartened up over the last two years and we started doing, planning. What's the meal? What's the ingredient list to achieve that meal? What night are we having it? And we would go out and get it ourselves. We would go out and forage, like they'd say in the old days. So anyway, I digress on that. What's with meal kits? You Feel free to share with me. But I don't know. I would be interested. I would be interested to see if this is something maybe I'm missing. That would be pretty cool. So, now, Of course, I had this story on my phone, and I just tossed my phone across the room. Oh, my stars. <laughs> I had this other food, sort of food-type story, and I threw the phone <laughs> across the road. All right, let's see here. Um, I But I got the keywords, right? So it had to do with the refrigerator. Are oh, you going to like this? Hopefully, I find it really who taught me how to spell right who taught me how to spell damn it oh my goodness don't tell my english teacher from (laughs) wow this is crazy i had and the phone is across the room i can't leave you now we're committed now you and i we have to sit here um you know what i could probably do without because i see enough videos so here's uh, here's the article. I found it. We're in luck, folks. So here's the thing, right? I see a lot of videos lately on TikTok, and it's just videos of people organizing their food, dry food, refrigerator, whatever. And um, I hate to say it, but in some respects, you look like a megalomaniac. I mean, in, 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 some, in little tiny ways, I'm like, you know, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty neat how they're doing that. But then at the same time, I'm like, who, who lives like that? I mean, you know, and so this article from lifehacker.com goes into talking about how organize your fridge like you're an adult. And it says, you know, we organize closets and our drawers and garages. Come over and look at my closets, drawers and garage. There's no organization there. So although I think this is an interesting article and an interesting topic, I don't think you're going to find me organizing my fridge The way they want, but there's some interesting things here, so let me dig into it. So, um, so what they're talking about is besides just the being unorganized in the fridge, they're saying that certain foods need to be put in certain places in the fridge for longer shelf life. Now, I will tell you this I know what a crisper is for, okay. And it does say in the article that the CRISPR is for fruits and vegetables. And they say beyond that, and there's no lie here, most people don't know about the rest of the fridge. Every shelf has a purpose. And they said it could be the difference between how much food you throw away or don't because it went bad. Okay? So what they say is, here's some some bullet points. Store snacks, leftovers, and other items that get consumed quickly or that could go bad quickly on the top shelf. The middle shelves are for dairy, cheeses, cooked meats, and leftovers. The midsection tends to be on the cooler end, so store your milk and eggs here, and they'll keep longer. If your milk doesn't fit in the middle section, you can easily rearrange the shelving to accommodate your needs. Items that contain bacteria need to be kept separate to avoid cross-contamination. Store these items on the last shelf. The bottom shelf is perfect for raw meat and fish and should be wrapped or stored in sealed containers. The drawers are for your fruits and vegetables. The door of your fridge is one of the warmest places, so it's best to store the least perishable foods there, like condiments, pickles, and jams. And it says don't store all your produce in the same drawer. Okay? Um, so the reason is they say the release of ethylene gas is what causes fruit and vegetables to ripen. And certain fruits produce more than others, so they can accelerate the ripening process, causing all of... More than usual to go bad for that reason. So, and then they get into the meat and potatoes of organization. Buy fridge containers to increase visibility and function. And they say everything in your fridge needs a designated space and buying baskets and bins will help you categorize your items and give more space. So, when I look at these videos, which gives me some background on this uh, article on well, in this interesting article, you know th- that they're showing people putting like you know they have soda can organizers and then they have a th- uh, a thin sleeve basket for all the juice boxes and then all the Jellos and then all the yogurts and all the all the things that you're not really gonna find in my fridge. We have this thin drawer right about the midsection, and if you open that drawer, that's where Sharon's Jellos and her yogurts and all those types of snacky snacks go. You might find my cheese sticks in there. But other than that, like, if you seen these videos, you know, like, uh, who's buying caseloads of orange juice singles? I mean, you know, great if you're a parent, you have two, three, four kids. That's great to organize it like that. So everything has a place. Because I know from when our girls were younger, the fridge was, well, let's say it was more disorganized and messy than it is now. I don't see me doing this thing with shelves. So I get it to a certain point, and then the other ones I watch, Like now I just scroll past them. I can't. I can't. Now they're organizing drawers. Now they have dividers in their drawers. So this divider holds the Oreo cookie minis. This one holds... Um, fruit sticks this one holds beef sticks this one and all these dividers like a silverware drawer divider or something like that so this drawer now is split into eight columns for eight different foods to be categorized in each row who's got this much time it seems archaic like, I don't think any of these things you would find us having that kind of volume of. If you have a particular volume of all these different foods, absolutely. Then the orderliness of the shelves and the cabinets would make sense. But it's not like, I, I mean, you know, there are two beers in my fridge. And they're not even mine. though. for when my friend comes over. They're his beers. He keeps them here so when he's here he can drink them. I don't need a canister row, a basket for this, that, and the other. and you know what you find on the top shelf pretty much my diet iced tea or my diet limeade that's usually what's occupying my top shelf and then it goes beyond that and now there's videos showing you how to organize your bathroom how to take five tubes of toothpaste and squeeze them all into a mason jar with a pump, pump type lid. So now instead of squeezing out of a tube, now you're just squeezing out of that. You know, <laughs> you see what I'm saying? <laughs> do you see what I'm saying? Who's going to go buy five tubes of toothpaste in a house with two people in it to fill a mason jar with toothpaste? You know, things do have a shelf life. So while you're thinking about organizing your phrase, remember that a lot of these things I've shuffled. You know what I have very neatly organized in one of the cabinets in our pantry? My V8 juices. Oh, yeah. They're in perfect aligned rows in the cabinet. That is my one vice, and I'm always stocked on my V8s. And they're organized in the cabinet. Everything else, forget it. We know where it is. And that's really all that matters is that we know where it is. So what I did get out of the article, which is very interesting at lifehacker.com is that there, uh, that things belong in certain areas in your fridge. I do think that's interesting and valuable because things can go bad faster. And there certain sections of the refrigerator are cooler than others. And so I can see where there's a reason to put this, that, and the other thing in different places on the fridge. But if you've seen these videos, and the next time I run across one at TikTok, I will post it on the Facebook page so you can all see if you haven't. Because maybe you don't go on TikTok. Maybe you don't go on Facebook. Maybe you don't even know who I am or what we do here. I don't know. But we'll be sure to get a video out so you can see... Uh, this organization I had tea here the whole time and I never drank any meanwhile my voice is on fire my throat's on fire from all the talking so anyway folks that's going to bring the show pretty much to a halt so I want to thank everybody for listening to the program remember you can visit us at www.jmtalk.net and you can subscribe to the show you can listen to the show right there if you go to that webpage boom the player and all the shows are right there at the top, so you can start listening to the most current one and work your way backwards if you're new, or start from the beginning. Whichever you want to do. Also, subscribe to the podcast. The link is there. We're on every major podcast player platform uh, available, and if we're not, tell us about it. What maybe we'll have to go out and grab it, but we think we we're, we think we got them all. Uh, also, TikTok and Facebook, JM Talk at JM Talk. I'm sorry, uh, Instagram and Twitter at JM Talk Radio. So thanks for listening. Have yourselves a wonderful week, and we will catch you next time. Goodbye, everybody.